Hey there, I'm Carmen. And I'm Christine. Welcome to the conversation. You can always find us on your Hope Coach podcast with Carmen Horn or on YouTube at Christine Brown. Either way, we're glad you're here. So let's get started. Hey, Christine. Hey, Carmen. It is so good to see you today. Yes, our first podcast, our first uh, co-host, our first time together podcasting. I know this is exciting. And even though this is our first time, we have been working on this for a long time. Yeah. You know, we've been actually praying about doing something together for a Months. year. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's been a long time. And how many of us know that, you know, sometimes we feel God nudging us to do something, but it's a little bit of a wait. But mm-hmm. when now here we are, we may have never thought that we were going to get to this point, but we're here together today. We're so excited and thankful that our listeners are here with us. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey everyone. Um, Yes. Yes. So what you thinking about today, Christine? Well, I was wanting to share a story with you, something that happened a couple of weeks ago. And I know we were talking about all of the good topics that we could start with for our first podcast. And I had something happen. I thought I just have to share this with Carmen. This is right along the lines of what we were talking about, which is changing our perspective on the unexpected. Mm -hmm. And I had someone in my life who I love very much, who was going through having to make some really big life decisions. Mm -hmm. And I was really taking on a lot of the worry of that and thinking through these things and thinking, how can I help? What should I do? And I was looking at the decisions that this person was making and thinking, oh, I don't know if that's what's best for them. And I found myself just falling into that trap of thinking about it all the time and worrying and fretting about it. And then as I was praying about it one day, I really had, I sensed this thought and I say sensed because I really felt like it was a Holy spirit inspired thought. It just Mm -hmm. sounded like something the Lord would say to me. And it was that God was giving me a front row seat to what he was doing in this person's life. Yeah. And I just thought it, it immediately changed my perspective because I thought I get to watch the mm-hmm. miracle unfold. How awesome is that? And mm-hmm. it's not always the case that God's <clears> going <throat> to ask me to intervene or to do something. He's asking me to take a step back and watch his power at work, which is such an amazing thing. And I thought, you know, I wish that I could do that all the time. Yeah. I wish I could change my perspective like that. That's something that I really, it really brought me more joy, more peace, more confidence in knowing that I could trust God and, and what he was doing and knowing that I was going to be able to see all of these amazing things unfold. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about that? I mean, is this something that you struggle with too? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Those feelings uh, that you want to help and you want to get involved and, and sometimes we don't want to wait for God to work. Yeah. It's our fear. Uh, you know, we want to control a lot of fear. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and and it's, and it's for all of us, all of us struggle with that. And I was thinking what Bible character is a good example of that. And I thought about Gideon, Gideon, Gideon is his story is such a great example of, uh, a changing perspective. We really get to watch it through, you know, we get to have our copy of the word and we see Gideon's story, which is in, uh, the book of Judges. So be sure and read that if you y'all haven't read that because it's a great story. But we get to see as um, 
in hindsight, how Gideon's perspective started one way and it began to change and it changed all the way uh, through this, this particular uh, circumstance that's recorded. And I think it's Gideon, I think it's Judges 6. So, yeah. Right. And it's, uh, we talked about this a little bit and his story is so full of good lessons for us. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to pick out because there's so many things that we could talk about. But one thing, as I was rereading Gideon's story, wanting to study and wanting to um, refresh my memory about Mm -hmm. him, because he is a, a, a famous person in scripture that we hear preached about a lot. Yeah. Uh, As I was reading a story, there was something that's, that stood out to me. And it was right at the beginning when Gideon is visited by an angel of the Lord Mm -hmm. and his people, the Israelites had been being oppressed by the Midianites. And when the angel of the Lord told Gideon, God is with you. The Lord is Mm -hmm. with you. I love what Gideon said. It's in verse 13. And I'm Mm -hmm. going to read just the first part of it. He says, pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Mm -hmm. Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. And boy, can I relate to that? I mean, it's like the angel of the Lord is standing here right before you and you're questioning (laughs) whether or not God is with you. And I just, you know, I thought I do that all the time Mm -hmm. as I'm going through something and there's that uncertainty. I know the Lord is with me. I've read about it in scripture. I know his word says he will never leave us or forsake us. Deuteronomy 31 and eight tells us that. And there are so many verses that confirm that yet. I still wonder where he is when, when bad things happen. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, if you look at where Gideon's at, his personal experience is that he was living under some brutal oppression, brutal oppression. And that's his personal experience. And God was somewhat silent. Uh, well, well, he was really silent. Uh, is, uh, the, the Israelites were under a period of discipline and um, he, God has specifically said, this is what's going to happen. And for how many years it's going to happen. So he was silent. So that's Gideon's personal experience at the time is that he felt abandoned. He felt forgotten. Uh, he's in the wine press threshing wheat. So he's, he's very much just trying to survive and it would, it would be hard for him to, or I can see how it would be hard for him to be able to, to see that God is, God's with you. You know, God's with me. Uh, okay, well, where are you at? You know, where are you at? If you say you're with me, where are you at? I've said that before. I have a little, I call my cry room, which is my shower. You know, I get in there and you can just boo-hoo when I'm upset about something. And I've asked that question lots of times. Where are you at? Why are you so quiet? Why are you not moving in this situation? If I had the power to move into the situation for somebody, I would. Uh, so I've asked those same, very, very same questions. And so Gideon, Gideon's just like us, you know, it's just like us. That's right. And then as he, you know, says, okay, I'm going to uh, ask you God to reveal to me. And he basically asks him for confirmation. So he makes sure that he's moving in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And then we start to see a perspective change in him. So when in his story, do you feel like he started to see that change? Well, you know, Christine, I think it happened in that pretty early on when he was, uh, he asked for, he said, you know, I need a sign. Uh, 
I want to sign. Wasn't God patient with him? I mean, mm. you know, I want to sign. And um, so he asked for a sign and he was going to cook a meal. Uh, he said, wait here. He's telling the, the, the Lord to wait here. And I'm going to cook a meal. And I'm going to bring it back to you. And he did. And uh, God took accepted that meal, but but transfer, transformed it into an offering. Said, let's burn, you know, make an altar and let's burn this, you know. So he did. And, and Gideon saw the power that uh, God had and was reminded, I'm sure, of all the stories that he had heard as a child. And he saw the power. And I think that's when his perspective began to change because he, God began to remind him of who he was. We need that sometimes too, you know, and one of the ways we get, we do that is in the word, right? Right. And I know that's something that you teach about and talk about a lot is how those things that have happened to us in the past when God was faithful can really inspire us and fuel us to trust in the Lord right now and what we're going through. And that is so good. So good because the Lord does reveal that to us and show us so that we can hold on to that as we're going Mm -hmm. into things and they get harder. And that happened with Gideon too. You know, it's amazing that we can take a deep breath and say, okay, Lord, I'm taking this step of faith, but then the Lord will sometimes start to strip things away. Yeah. And he did that with Gideon. And mm-hmm. one of the, one of the parts that I can really relate to in his story mm-hmm. is when the Lord brought the army together, they're going to move on the Midianites. And then yeah. God says, okay, anybody who's fearful, anybody who's trembling with fear, go ahead and send them back. Yeah. <laughs> they, they can leave. And there was 22,000 <laughs> men. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm thinking, okay, I would have been just okay. Right on Lord. I'm, yes. I'm out of here. <laughs> Me too. Come on guys, let's go. <laughs> but in, you know, God didn't condemn them. He just, he, and he basically told Gideon, he said, I need you to see that this is me doing this. And he knows that we can sometimes be a little prideful. I know speaking, you know, preaching to myself Mm -hmm. here that I do have an issue with pride. And uh, sometimes God needs to strip some things away so that when I see something happen, I know that it was all him and I can give Mm -hmm. him the praise and glory for it because he's the one who did it. And he's the only one deserving of yeah. my praise. Yeah. And so, you know, he did that and he kind of stripped things away for Gideon and made Gideon even have to depend on him and rely on him more. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you speak, you uh, teach so often on uh, building our faith, having lasting faith and things. That, and that's one of the ways he does that, right? Is he, he shows up. And we notice him, you know, we pay attention and we're noticed God working and he reminds us of what he did in the past. We, we remind ourselves what he's done in the past. And that's one of the great ways that we build our faith too, you know? And, and so Gideon's faith is building all along as he is working towards uh, a different perspective on what God's asking him to do and who he is as a person. He was the weakest. He, what did he say? I'm the weakest. I think I wrote it down uh, uh, in his own estimation. He belonged to the weakest tribe and was the weakest in his family. That's his own estimation. And then God, how we feel sometimes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And God, and so that was his perspective of himself and God, that just began to change a long time. So I I just think that's just amazing. Mm -hmm. So true. And as they're getting ready, you know, God continues to, to, um, sift all of those that he doesn't want 
coming alongside Gideon mm-hmm. for whatever reason, he, you mm-hmm. know, he ends up with 300 men. And as they're about to go in to battle, he yeah. tells them to shout for the Lord and for Gideon. And that was really telling to me about how he changed from that first moment when he talked to the angel of the Lord and said, okay, if God is really with us, why are we going mm-hmm. through this? Mm-hmm. Now he's ready to shout from yeah. the rooftops, you know, yeah. for the Lord and for Gideon. Yeah. Um, we're going in and we're doing this for God. And that mm-hmm. showed his confidence. And, and I was inspired by that. You know, mm-hmm. I want to be able to have that confidence that I know I'm walking in what the Lord has called me to do and knowing that he's working through me in a situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, God had a plan for Gideon, uh, right off, you know, for the bat and, um, and, the the writer of Romans really kind of sums up about how God's plan works in our life when craziness is, even when craziness is happening. It's Romans 8, 28. And I'm going to read this in the New Living Translation. It says, uh, and we know, we know that's our confidence. That's, that's our choice. We've decided. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. So all that went through the whole process was working together to achieve this purpose that God had for Gideon. And uh, I think this is so cool. You get to, we get to read about it. Gideon's living it. It's real life for him. And we get to read about it. Yes, you're right. So good. So good. And, you know, when I was thinking about back about the experience that I shared at the, Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the podcast, and I thought, okay, what was it about that moment? If I want to duplicate that, if I want that to be my norm, Mm-hmm. in my life to be able to have my perspective shift to see things the way God sees them. Right. What is it that I can do? Because I really want to be able to walk in that faith, that mm-hmm. level of lasting faith every day. Mm-hmm. And I realized that it's the simplicity really of just getting into God's word more. Yeah. The more I read God's word, the more I sense his perspective, mm-hmm. his work, what he's doing in and through me. And so, you know, listeners might be thinking, oh, well, that sounds all well and good, but you don't know my life right now. And I understand that at different seasons in our life, it's harder to find that time, Mm -hmm. but even an extra minute, an extra five minutes a day, one verse a day can make a difference because that's how God brings back to our remembrance when we need it, his truth for our trials. Mm -hmm. So if I was going to share a tip with our listeners today, just related to our story, I would say that is we need to get into God's word more. And I know that you have a a good resource that would help them to get started on that. So would you share a little bit about that as we start to wrap up for the day and let them know where they can find it? Absolutely. Thanks for asking. Um, I've called, I've I've, uh, titled it Seeing God's Grace Guide and it's 21, uh, it says two page download. It's a free download. I'm going to put those links in the show notes and, um, it's a two-page download, a PDF, and one page is 21 Bible promises and that helps us when life doesn't make sense, these Bible verses. And then it has a worksheet. And in that worksheet, you work through a situation and you learn and you you uh, help yourself recognize God working in that situation. And uh, I hope it's, it's encouraging to people. Uh, I know that that's one of the things that I do is what does the Bible say about it? where I'm at. And so I hope it's, I hope it's encouraging to everybody. 
I love that. And we will put the link to that in the show notes, but you can always find it on Carmen's website. So Mm -hmm. as we wrap up this first episode, we want to leave you with a big question. It's also January, 2023. So as we're starting into the new year, let's think about this. What will our perspective be in the new year? Great question. That is a great question. I sure have enjoyed today. I want to make sure that uh, our listeners, uh, I want to tell our listeners that while you're here, hit subscribe. That way you don't miss any episodes. Yes. And, um, and also remind that all everything's in the show notes. You know, all the links, anything we've mentioned is going to be in the show notes. Absolutely. We love that you're here. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And we're going to say goodbye to everybody. Bye. Bye, Christine. Bye. Until next time. Yeah.